listening to Hymns Illustrated, where hymns are explored, appreciated, and illustrated through stories, testimonies, and edifying conversation. I'm your host and fellow hymn fan, Kristen Eifeldano. Hi, everyone. I am so glad you're listening in. I've taken a couple of weeks off, and it is really good to be back. Our theme for April is Endless is the Victory, and it's found in the first stanza and the refrain of our hymn of the month, which is Thine Be the Glory. Here's the plan. Every week this month, we'll look at one of the three stanzas to this short yet powerful hymn. And today, in the first full week of the month, we'll take an aerial view of the hymn and a closer look at the grand theme, Endless is the Victory. But first, let's listen to a little bit of Colossians 3.16 in action. I'm talking about a hymn testimonial. My name is Tracy Crump, and I live in North Mississippi. I'm a former ICU nurse turned homeschool mom turned writer. One of my favorite hymns is Be Thou My Vision. It's attributed to Mary E. Byrne and Eleanor H. Hull in the early 1900s, although it comes from a poem written by a, an Irish poet named Dolan Forgall, and it may have been written as early as the 6th century. I first heard Be Thou My Vision when our older son sang with a choral group in college. Now, we had never planned for him to attend that, that school because of the expense, so it's really a God story that he was even there. He takes some classes in a dual enrollment program, and he really loved the school. So he tried out for the choral group because they offered a scholarship. When he came home, he said, Mom, I don't, I don't think I sink well enough to make this, this group. He said, they're really good. But when he got the word the next day that he had received the scholarship, we knew God was in this, that it was his plan. Now, this song has a haunting Celtic melody that I love. But the words are really the heart of the song to me. They, they're so poetic and deep. And really, when you listen to it, it's kind of listening to the, the King James Version. And sometimes it's kind of hard to understand at first. But just like listening to Shakespeare, once you get the rhythm of the speech, it, it really draws you in with its beauty. So I'd like to read the first and third verses. Be thou my vision, O Lord of my heart. Naught be aught else to me, save that thou art. Thou my best thought, by day or by night, waking or sleeping, thy presence my light. Riches I heed not, nor man's empty praise. Thou mine inheritance, now and always. Thou and thou only, first in my heart. High King of heaven, my treasure thou art. I hope you'll love this song as much as I do. Thank you, Tracy. God does indeed use the beauty of words and music to draw us to his own beauty. And it's my prayer that our gaze is always fastened to the Lord of our heart. If you would like to share a hymn testimonial too, I welcome it. You can send me an audio clip similar to the format you just heard, or you can email it to me to read here on the podcast. That email is kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. That's Kristen with a K and ending in an E-N, Kristen at hymnsillustrated.com. 
1884, George Friedrich Handel's hymn tune, Maccabeus, met its perfect match in Frenchman Edmund Boudry's hymn text, Etoile la Gloire, and we know the match today as Thine Be the Glory. Thanks to the translator, Richard Boyle. We have so much uh, to thank translators for. We have a lot of hymns that we would not have in our hymnals today if it weren't for translators like Richard Boyle. This pairing works remarkably well together because the two have a lot in common. Handel originally composed the tune for the Oratorio Joshua for a chorus called See the Conquering Hero Comes, which celebrates the military figures of the biblical figure Joshua. The tune fittingly stirs our spirits to the strong, happy emotions that coincide with victory. Edmund Boudry's hymn text paints another scene of a war hero returning home victorious, none other than our Lord and Savior Jesus Christ, who conquered death once for all when he rose from the dead and paid the final price for our sin. Now, if ancient war heroes returned home from battle to the sound of praise and triumph, infinitely more so should Jesus Christ, the ultimate victor, hear his church sing glad hymns of triumph like this one. Thine be the glory, risen, conquering Son, endless is the victory thou or death has won. Angels in bright raiment rolled the stone away, kept the folded grave clothes where thy body lay. Thine be the glory, risen, conquering Son, endless is the victory thou or death has won. Lo, Jesus meets us, risen from the tomb, lovingly he greets us, scatters fear and gloom. Let the church with gladness hymns of triumph sing, for her Lord now liveth, death has lost its sting. No more we doubt thee, glorious Prince of life, life is not without thee, aid us in our strife. Make us more than conquerors through thy deathless love, bring us safe through Jordan to thy home above. Today I'm keeping it simple and I'd like to draw your attention to just two thoughts to meditate on throughout the week. First, Christ, who is God and light and righteousness, has already won the battle with Satan, darkness, and sin, and his victory is forever. Throughout history, victories have always been temporary. A country invades another country until another country invades that country, it seems, and we go from seasons of peace to seasons of war. It is wearisome. It is hard. It is temporary. And we have this pattern in our own lives as well. And we must remember that Christ has already won the victory. And uh, we've read the back of the book. We know who wins. And we know that he is on our side and we are on his side. And uh, God in his his wonderful wisdom has planned it uh, for us to stay here a little while longer. And until he comes in glory, we still struggle with the battle. We are still in battle, and he wants us to fight strong, um, which leads us to number two. Before we go to number two, I do want to read a verse about God's final victory, and there were a lot to choose from. This one is in Revelation 1, 17 and 18, and John writes, When I saw him, I fell at his feet as though dead. But he laid his right hand on me, saying, Fear not, I am the first and the last, and the living one. 
I died, and behold, I am alive forevermore, and I have the keys of death and Hades. And the second point I want to drive home to you is his victory is ours. Colossians 2, 13 through 15 is one passage out of many that teaches us that we share in his victory. It reads, And you who were dead in your trespasses and the uncircumcision of your flesh, God made alive together with him, having forgiven us all our trespasses by canceling the record of debt that stood against us with its legal demands. This he set aside, nailing it to the cross. He disarmed the rulers and authorities and put them to open shame by triumphing over them in him. And this language of triumph is also found in 2 Corinthians 2.14, which I just a last minute thought here, this would make a very good theme verse of the month. I've talked about um, our big theme and the weekly themes that we'll have. Um, this is a good verse for that. 2 Corinthians 2.14 But thanks be to God, who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. Hallelujah. What a savior. So much wonderful truth to unpack in these coming weeks. Uh, So stay tuned as we explore God's truth found in each of these stanzas of thine be the glory. And we will talk about uh, three things. I already have an outline for you. We're going to be talking how Christ is worthy of our glory. He is worthy of our praise and he is worthy of our trust. Now, if you're thinking to yourself right now, anything along these lines, oh, how nice. I'm looking forward to this hymn study or interesting. I like the idea of exploring biblical truth with the help of a hymn to remember it or Well, okay, I don't know. Fill in the blank with your own positive thoughts that you're thinking right now. If you are, (laughs) then you have two options that you can choose to participate in this hymn study. Number one, you can participate for free by listening every week to this podcast and reading the Hymn of the Month, Month online along with its background. To go there, you can just go to, and when I say go there, I mean to the hymn resource page. Um, you can go to hymnsillustrated.com slash, slash H-O-M dash April dash 2022, or even easier, you can sign up with your email at the top of the homepage and be taken directly to that link. Doing so ensures you get future emails about each hymn of the month, and you will also get a bonus devotional guide on the thank you page. And these are the devotional guides that I include in the Hymns for Life membership, which is the second way you can participate. Hymns for Life is a new online membership that gives you a multi-page hymn study devotional guide every month, access to a live study module where I'll drop supplemental links each week based on our theme and weekly focus. These are links like audio clips and YouTube videos and related devotional articles to help you think the truth in each stanza. Now, I am not creating these links. Um, I may in the future create some, but right now I am I'm gathering them and putting them for you in all in a convenient spot, kind of guiding you through hymn appreciation of our hymn of the month. So you can kind of you can think of it as a as a live hymn study program. 
And membership also includes a few extra resources that I think are a lot of fun. I've been calling these hymn appreciation resources. These are things like hymn quote greeting cards to print and share with others, quotes you can display on your fridge or in a frame, word search puzzles and coloring pages and uh, and other things like that. If you join this month, April 2022, you get your first 30 days for only $1. And then it's only $6.95 a month after that. And that is for the life of your membership. I do plan on raising that price as I add more resources. So you may want to get in on this dollar trial offer and lower monthly rate and see if it's something you want to do. You can cancel at any time. So it is low risk. And I do plan on adding more resources for children as God continues to bless this endeavor. So very excited about that. Now it is time to discover a new or little known hymn together. And it's another Easter Resurrection Sunday hymn that I almost chose for the hymn of the month. And I didn't mostly because I wasn't as familiar with the tune And I want the hymn of the month to stick with you in a memorable way, and a good tune really helps with that. However, I did find, just not too long ago, a good YouTube video of a group singing this, and I loved it. So I will link to this in the show notes, and I'll drop it in the Hymns for Life membership as well. This is Jesus Lives and So Shall I by Christian Gellert, and the translator is John Dunmore Lang. Jesus lives, and so shall I. Death, thy sting, is gone forever. He who deigned for me to die lives, the bands of death to sever. He shall raise me from the dust. Jesus is my hope and trust. Jesus lives and reigns supreme, and his kingdom still remaining. I shall also be with him, ever living, ever reigning. God has promised, be it must. Jesus is my hope and trust. Jesus lives and by his grace, victory or my passions giving. I will cleanse my heart and ways, ever to his glory living. Me he raises from the dust. Jesus is my hope and trust. Jesus lives, I know full well, not from him my heart can sever. Life nor death nor powers of hell joy nor grief henceforth forever. None of all his saints is lost. Jesus is my hope and trust. Jesus lives and death is now but my entrance into glory. Courage then, my soul, for thou hast a crown of life before thee. Thou shalt find thy hopes were just. Jesus is the Christian's trust. And I just love that. My favorite line is, death is now but my entrance into glory. I should say one of my favorite lines. And I love how it concludes every every stanza with Jesus is our hope and trust. All right, now it is time to take it with you. Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is this. Memorize 2 Corinthians 2.14 and ask yourself how Christ is spreading the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere through you or how he might want you to do that this week. But thanks be to God who in Christ always leads us in triumphal procession and through us spreads the fragrance of the knowledge of him everywhere. 
Thanks for listening to Hymns Illustrated. If you were blessed by what you heard today, you can say thank you by leaving a review on iTunes, sharing the show with a friend, or by shopping at christianbook.com using the affiliate link in the show notes. All of these gestures keep Hymns Illustrated going and growing. Thanks again for listening. Until next time, keep your hymnal open. Thank you.